Cardinal Secretary Clementi drew deeply on his cigarette, sucking the soothing smoke into his anxious body as he looked down on the tourists swarming across St. Peter's Square like a plump god despairing of his creation. Several groups stood directly beneath him, their viewpoints alternating between their guidebooks and the window where he stood. He was pretty sure they couldn't see him, his well-stuffed black cardinal surplice helping him to blend into the shadows. They were not looking for him, anyway. He took another long draw on his cigarette and watched them realise their mistake, then shift their collective gaze to the closed windows of the papal apartments to his left. Smoking inside the building was forbidden, but as Cardinal Secretary of the city-state, Clementi didn't consider the odd indulgence in his private office an outrageous abuse of position. He generally restricted himself to two a day, but today was different. Today he was already on his fifth, and it wasn't even lunchtime. He took one last long breath of nicotine-laced air, crushed the cigarette out in the marble ashtray resting on the sill, then turned to face the bad news that was spread across his desk like a slick. As was his preference, the morning papers had been arranged in the same configuration as the countries on a world map. The American broadsheets on the left, the Russian and Australian on the right, and the European ones in the middle. Usually the headlines were all different, each reflecting a national obsession with a local celebrity or political scandal. Today, they were all the same as they had been for over a week now, each carrying more or less the same picture, the dark, dagger-like mountain fortress known as the Citadel, that sat at the very heart of the ancient Turkish city of Ruin. Ruin was a curiosity in the modern church, a former ancient powerhouse that had become, along with Lourdes and Santiago de Compostela, one of the Catholic Church's most popular and enduring shrines, Carved out of a vertical mountain by human hands, the Citadel of Ruin was the oldest continually inhabited structure on earth and original centre of the Catholic Church. The first Bible had been written within its mysterious walls, and it was widely believed that the greatest secrets of the early Church were still kept there. Much of the mystery surrounding the place stemmed from its strict tradition of silence. No one but the monks and priests who lived in the Citadel were ever allowed to set foot inside the sacred mountain, and, once they had entered, they were never again permitted to set foot outside. Maintenance of the half-carved mountain with its high battlements and narrow windows fell exclusively to the inhabitants, and over time the citadel had developed the half-finished, ramshackle appearance that had given the city its name. But, despite its appearance, it was no ruin. It remained the only fortress in all of history that had never been breached, the only one that had held on to its ancient treasures and secrets. Then, a little over a week ago, a monk had climbed to the top of the mountain. With TV cameras capturing his every move, he had arranged his limbs to form the sign of the Tau, symbol of the sacrament, the citadel's greatest secret, and thrown himself from the summit. The reaction to the monk's violent death had sparked a global wave of anti-church feeling that had culminated in a direct attack on the citadel. A series of explosions had ripped through the Turkish night to reveal a tunnel leading into the base of the fortress. And for the first time in history, people had come out of the mountain. 
Ten monks and three civilians, all suffering from varying degrees of injury, and the newspapers had been full of little else since. Clementi picked up the morning edition of La Repubblica, one of the more popular Italian newspapers, and read the banner headline. Citadel Survivors' Latest. Did they discover the secret of the sacrament? It was the same question all the papers had been asking, using the explosion as a pretext to dredge up every old legend about the citadel and its most infamous secret. The whole reason the power base had moved to Rome in the 4th century was to distance the church from its secretive past. Ever since, ruin had looked after its own affairs and kept its house in order. Until now. Clementi picked up another paper, a British tabloid showing a shining chalice floating above the citadel with the headline, Church on Road to Ruin! Holy Grail of Secrets About to be Revealed! Other papers concern themselves with the more lurid and morbid side of the story. Of the thirteen people who had emerged from the mountain, only five survived, the rest having died from their injuries. There were plenty of pictures, harshly lit shots snatched from over the heads of the paramedics as they stretched the monks to the waiting ambulances, the flash photography highlighting the green of their cassocks and the red of the blood that ran from the ritualized wounds that crisscrossed their bodies. The whole thing was a huge PR disaster, making the church look like a demented, secretive, medieval cult. Bad enough at the best of times, calamitous right now when Clementi had so many other things on his mind and needed the mountain to hold its secrets tighter than ever. He sat down heavily at his desk, feeling the weight of the responsibilities he alone carried. As Cardinal Secretary of State, he was de facto Prime Minister of the Vatican City-State, and had far-reaching executive powers over the Church's interests, both domestic and international. Ordinarily, the Executive Council in the Citadel would have dealt with the situation in ruin. Like the Vatican, it was an autonomous state within a state, with its own powers and influence. But since the explosion, he had heard nothing from the mountain. Nothing at all. And it was this silence, rather than the clamour of the world's press, that he found most disturbing. It meant the current crisis in ruin was very much his concern. Reaching over the sea of newsprint, Clementi tapped his keyboard. Already his inbox was bursting with the day's business, but he ignored it all, clicking instead on a private folder labelled Ruin. A prompt box asked for his password, and he carefully typed it in, knowing if he got it wrong the whole computer would lock and it would take at least a day for a technician to unlock it again. An hourglass icon appeared as his server processed the complex encryption software. Then another mailbox opened. It was empty. Still no word. Leaving the subject line blank, he typed into the body of a new message, Anything? He hit send and watched it disappear from his screen, then shuffled the newspapers into a neat pile and sorted through some letters that required his signature while he waited for a reply. The moment the explosion had torn through the citadel, Clementi had mobilised agents of the church to closely monitor the situation. He had used citadel assets to maintain distance from Rome, hoping that the executive council inside the mountain would recover quickly and take over responsibility for the clean-up. In his orderly politician's mind, he saw it as deploying weapons to deal with an oncoming threat, 
He had never imagined he might be called upon to personally fire them. Outside he could hear the chatter of the tourists drifting up from the square as they marvelled at the majesty and wonder of the church, little knowing what turmoil boiled inside it. A sound like a knife striking a wine glass announced the arrival of a message. Still nothing. There is a rumour that a ninth monk is about to die. What do you want me to do with the others? His hand hovered over the keyboard, ready to type a reply. Perhaps the situation was resolving itself. If another monk died, there would be just four survivors remaining. But three of these were civilians, not bound by silence and obedience to the Mother Church. They posed the greatest threat of all. His eyes crept across to the stack of newspapers on the corner of his desk and saw their photographs staring back at him. Two women and one man. Ordinarily, the Citadel would have dealt with them swiftly and decisively because of the threat they posed to the long-held secret of the mountain. Clementi, however, was a Roman cleric, more politician than priest, a creature far removed from the trials of direct action. Unlike the prelate of ruin, he was not used to signing death warrants. He rose from his desk and drifted back towards the window, distancing himself from his decision. There had been signs of life inside the mountain over the past week, candles passing behind some of the high windows, smoke leaking from the chimney vents. They would have to break their silence sooner or later, re-engage with the world and tidy up their own mess. Until then, he would be patient and keep his hands clean and his mind focused on the future of the church and the real dangers that it faced dangers that had nothing to do with ruin or the secrets of the past.